Welcome back to Big Les's League in all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Friday for round seven. This has got some really big games in this Friday. Super, super big games for all four of these teams. The first one is the Sharks v the Sydney Roosters at 6 p.m. The Roosters have won 27 out of the 44 games that they've played the Sharks. They've also won their past two games against the Sharks as well. Uh, obviously, the first one being on the 28th of May in 2022, and then Saturday, the 10th of April in 2021. The Roosters won 26-18 in the first one and 36-16 in the second one. So they've won their past two games uh, by, you know, that 1-12, to 12, nearly a 13-plus sort of margin. So in terms of their past meetings, the Roosters, they definitely have the upper hand there. Look, I'm looking at this Sharks team. I'm looking at this Sharks team. A little bit depleted, obviously, no Toby Rudolph. Uh, He'll be out for the next eight weeks or so. A big stint on the sidelines for Toby Rudolph. Um, And also, they've got Dalfin Nukin out which is a big loss for me. Dalfin Nukin through the middle. He does some great things for this team. Uh, a big in, though, for me is Wade Graham. He comes back from suspension in the number 14 jersey. If he can have a tough impact off the bench like he did in the last game uh, before he was suspended, uh, it's going to be a really, really tough game through the middle for both teams. I mean, the Ford, the Ford battle in itself is insane. Royce Hunt, Braden Hamanueli, uh, Britton Nakora, Teg Wilton, Cameron McInnes, Wade Graham, Jack Williams, Oregon Kafusi, Thomas Hazelton versus Jared Maria Hargreaves, Lindsay Collins, Egan Butcher, uh, Nat Butcher, Victor Radley, Drew Hutchison, Afau White, Terrell May, and Matt Lodge. I mean, this forward battle is insane. I can't wait to see, you know, a really tough game through the middle. And I think that's what it's going to be for both of these teams. Look, in the past, when we've seen the Roosters and the Sharks go head-to-head, you know, it has been that tough forward battle through the middle just because their forward packs for both teams are just so stacked. Uh, but then again, you look at the the back lines, you know, it was argued last year especially that the uh, the Cronulla Sharks, sorry, they had the better backline in the competition. Obviously, having guys like Sione Gatto, who in 2022 was in really, really good form. Let's see if he can continue that into this year. Uh, Ronaldo Molotalo, who's still pretty much in some really decent form, some really good try-scoring form as well for the Sharks. Uh, Jesse Ramian and CSC Vitalikai, all of these guys generally run about 150 to 200 metres per game. So you're getting a lot out of this backline. Obviously, coming up against Daniel Tupo, Joseph Su- Ali'i, Joseph Manu, and Jackson Paulo as well. Jackson Paulo in a bit of form of late as well. The fullback battle, Will Kennedy v. James Tedesco. I mean, that is going to be insane. But look, let's go through both of these lineups. So for the Sharks, we have Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings, Jesse Ramian, Cersei Fatalakai in the centres, Matt Moylan, Nico Hines in the halves, Royce Hunt, Braden Hamanueli in the front row with Blake Braley at nine, Britton Nakora, Teg Wilton in the back row, Cam McInnes at 13, Wade Graham, Jack Williams, Oregon Gafusi, Tom Hazelton. Then for the Roosters, James Tedesco is at fullback, Daniel Supo and Jackson Paulo on the wings, Joseph Suali'i and Joseph Manu there in the centres. Luke Heary, Sam Walker in the halves. Jared Maria Hargreaves and Lindsay Collins in the front row with Brandon Smith at nine. Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher 
in the back row with Victor Radley at 13. Drew Hutchison, Nafau White, Terrell May and Matt Lodge on the bench there for the Roosters. Two very tough, tough teams. I think the big in for the Roosters is obviously having uh, James Tedesco back, obviously uh, from that nasty head knock against the Parramatta Reels. Really big in for uh, for the Roosters, sorry, who, you know, you could sort of tell were missing him. You know, last week, having Mino at fullback, he's fantastic. But, you know, there's just not that guy that keeps the level head. And Tedesco, over the past few years, I feel, has sort of molded himself into that role. You know, there's not really many guys that have the level head. You know, you've got Manu, Suali'i. Uh, Luke Keery turns it on all the time. He's a very, very creative player. You know, Sam Walker, Brandon Smith at nine as well, who's, you know, very darty, they dummy half and loves to go off the cuff. You know, you've got a lot of players who are off the cuff. Um, but Tedesco, and he was one of those, obviously, two years back. But I feel like he sort of molded his game back to sort of be the game-managing guy out the back at fullback, which, you know, in some cases you can definitely see helps the Roosters. And, you know, there was a really big stage there where, you know, especially last year towards the back end of the year, where you literally sat there and thought this team cannot be beaten. And it was because not only because of, you know, the star power they have in this side and the strike power, the -the off-the-cuff style of play of this team, but it's also because of guys like James Tedesco who molded his game back um, and sort of to sort of you know structure the team a little bit in terms of their set plays and whatnot. And I think I could definitely tell last week, you know, you could definitely, you know, feel his absence because, you know, plays weren't going through. Suali'i was caught out of position a few times when they were going down the left-hand side. You know, just little things weren't working. So um, having Tedesco back, I feel like he's going to be much, much bigger than people think. You know, Jake Turpin's out as well. They've only got one 14 on the bench this week in Drew Hutchison. No Corey Allen play off the bench as of yet, but that could change going into tonight. Uh, Sua Wong is in the reserves as well. Fuck, I'd love to see him get a crack. That would be an awesome inclusion into this game. Uh, but obviously, you know, we, we saw it happen with Jacob Preston, even the, the, the star power of this back row. Um, you know, Satili Tupanua, Angus Crichton, both expected to return maybe next week. I mean, the star power of this back row, you know, you'd expect Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher to go off the bench coming through the middle and the far white term may probably lose their spots. There's just no room for Sua Wong, which is upsetting. But, you know... If there is injury, which I'm hoping there isn't, but if there is injury, I'd love to see uh, Sua Wong get a crack in this Roosters team. Uh, but talking about the team they do have, you know, Sua Lee, I think he's got to fix his game up from last week a little bit. He was playing okay, but, you know, just those little things of getting caught out of position a few times. I'd love to see him you know, be in the right spots this week and... That would be really helpful for the Sydney Roosters, especially in attack when Luke Keery or Sam Walker, they go down that left-hand side. I'd love for Suali'i to be in some good position, maybe even get some earlier ball and just absolutely dominate the attacking plays of the Roosters. That would be awesome. Uh, Manu as well. I'd love to see a little bit more involvement from Manu in the centres. You know, over the past few weeks when he's been there, I granted that obviously, you know, he has that eye socket problem. The plate keeps moving out of position and... Um, um, it's really affecting how he plays. You know, obviously, having a piece of metal in your face would make you a little bit timid, you know, running hard at blokes and, you know, putting 100% in every time you play. But I'd love to see a little bit more from Manu in the centres, getting a little bit more involved, maybe even playing a bit of a roaming game as well. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, Jackson Paulo, I feel like he's guaranteed to score in this game. Going up against Sione Katoa, great defending winger, but... 
I think Jackson Paulo has a pretty decent strike rate. The Roosters really succeed down that right-hand side. I think that it's going to be Jackson Paulo going over. Uh, and that leads me into anytime try scorers. I'm going to go Jackson Paulo from the Sydney Roosters. As for the Sharks, I mean, it's quite hard to pick for the Sharks, but I'm going to go for Ronaldo Molotalo and take the easy way out there. The two number fives, Jackson Paulo, Ronaldo Molotalo. In terms of who wins this game, I really do like Sharks at home. it's pretty hard because obviously the Roosters do have the record there, but I've already tipped the Sharks as a bit of a smoky. I love an underdog. They are paying $2.10 against the Roosters, $1.74. They are the underdogs. I love an underdog bet. Sharks at home, Silky Hines. I mean, Hines is going to be massive in this game for me, really unlocking those edges like he always does. Uh, I'd love to see a ready-to-go Nico Hines. First week back from a bye as well. you got to remember, this team is super fresh from that bye. James Tedesco only just coming back from a concussion. I mean, yeah, I really think that this Sharks side is going to kick on. So I'm going to take the Sharks. I'm going to take the Sharks head-to-head. I'm not going to pick a margin. Because they're fresh off a bye. Anything could happen. So Sharks head-to-head for me. And then I'm taking Ronaldo, Molotalo, and Jackson Paulo to score. I think Nico Hines unlocks those edges there. And as an absolute blinder, I can see this being a Nico Hines blinder. Uh, and I can't wait to see it. I love the underdog bet. Sharks coming 11th. You know, they need a big win here. I think they get it against the Sydney Roosters. Uh, We'll go to the next game, which is the Manly Seagulls v. the Melbourne Storm. Manly are the underdogs at home, paying $2.28 compared to the Melbourne Storm, $1.63. If you go to their past meetings, the Melbourne Storm have won 25 out of 42 uh, games against the Manly Seagulls. Uh, In the past two games, though, Manly did beat... Um, the Melbourne Storm the last time round, 36-30. Uh, but the Melbourne Storm, they did beat uh, the Manly Seagulls the game before that, 28-8. Uh, I'm imagining this 36-30 game was not with the full team for Melbourne. Let's have a look at the team list for that game. Yeah, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a full-strength Melbourne. So, look, I mean, Melbourne, they do have a lot more players in this week. The only guy out for Melbourne is Nick Meaney, and that means Jonah Pezzett comes into the number six jersey. I've really liked what he's done over the past few weeks when he has been in this side. Look, for NRL Fantasy, he seems to be coming in quite a bit. So, I think it's definitely one to sort of ponder over. You know, if there's a few injuries over the next few weeks, if Cameron Munster starts playing fullback full-time, Look, I do not mind Jonah Pezzett at number six. Take him as a cheapie for fantasy or super coach. He's definitely one to watch over over the next few weeks. Uh, but yeah, Nick Meany is out this week. I don't know if it's injury or suspension. I believe it's suspension. I remember something happening last week, but I don't remember what. Uh, but other than that, yeah, full strength Melbourne. We've seen what Cameron Munster can do at fullback, so I'm not going to argue that it is a full-strength Melbourne side. Uh, The outs for Manly, though, are a bit more severe. Ruben Garrick is out, uh, and so is Carl Lawton with a dislocated shoulder. He's going to be out for a while. I'm loving the in, though, of this guy. This guy is someone to watch here. Raymond Tuimalo Vega, definitely one to watch here for the Manly Seagulls. He comes in the number five jersey on the wing. Uh, definitely one to watch there. He is an absolute dead set freak. Over the past few weeks in reserve grade, he's had some massive performances uh, and he gets his crack in uh, the starting grade, obviously, with Ruben Garrick out. Watch this guy. Watch this space because he could definitely secure a starting spot if he wanted to. Uh, Raymond Tuimalo Vega, I believe that's how 
how you pronounce it. Could be totally wrong. Um, but yeah, either way, number five jersey for Manly. Definitely one to watch. And let's go through uh, these lineups for the Manly Seagulls. We have Tom Trevojevic at fullback, Jason Saab, uh, and Raymond Tuimato Vega on the wings. Uh, Brad Parker and Morgan Harper in the centers. Cooper Johns and Adaly Cherry Evans in the halves. Taniela Paseka and Jake Trevojevic in the front row. Lachlan Croker at nine. Hamole Olakawatu and Kelmatua Laki in the back row. Josh LAA at 13. K.O. Wakes, Ethan Bullimore, Aaron Woods and Toafoa Sipley on the bench there for Manly. I mean, the big one for me as well is Aaron Woods making his Manly debut. Uh, he just screams Manly, the style that he plays. A very old-school front rower. I'd love to see how many minutes he gets and his injection into this game as well. I can't wait to see how they use Aaron Woods. K.O. Weeks in the 14 jersey. I think it's going to be massive whether he comes on at nine, whether he comes on you know, as a roaming sort of middle. Uh, I'm very keen to see how he's used. Whether he even comes on for Tom Trevojevic, if that back issue is still present, I could definitely see coming off the bench and playing a bit of fullback as well. So definitely one to watch their KO weeks in the 14 jersey. Uh, look, Brad Parker obviously didn't have the best defensive week last week, but we know how good of a defensive center he can be. So I'm looking for him to definitely, you know, aim up in this game, especially if he's coming up against a guy like Justin Olam, uh, depending on how the sides go. I mean, he definitely needs to aim up a little bit more uh, against a guy like Justin Olam. Let's have a look at the lineups for Melbourne. Cameron Munsters at fullback. Will Warbrick uh, and Xavier Coates are on the wings. Remus Smith and Justin Olam in the centers. Jonah Pezzett and Jerome Hughes in the halves. Tui Kamika Mika and Christian Welsh in the front row with Harry Grant at nine. Trent Lorio and Alicia Katoa in the back row. Josh King at 13. Uh, Bronson Garlic, Alec McDonald, Joe, uh, Tom Eisenhuth. Sorry, what am I saying? Joe. Uh, Tom Eisenhuth and Tarek Sims on the bench there for for the Melbourne Storm. Um, yeah, it looks, as I said, pretty much a full-strength Melbourne other than Nick Meaney being out. And it's crazy to think that we're saying it's, you know, it would be a full-strength Melbourne if Nick Meaney was at fullback. I mean, um, you know, that's how well he's been playing at the moment. He's been really, really good in form. Uh, you know, especially with a guy like Ryan Pappenhausen out, Nick Meaney's been sensational. Um, we sort of had the argument last week, you know, can Nick Meaney secure a spot at fullback in this side, depending on how Ryan Pappenhausen does come back over the next few weeks? And I think it's definitely a possibility. It's definitely a possibility with the way he's playing. Uh, but look, I think it's a bit harsh to even think about that, to be honest, without seeing, you know, how Ryan Papanazan does come back. He's running now, which is good, uh, but I'm very keen to see, you know, when he comes back, if he is still the same player that he was two years ago, which is a big question. Uh, and, you know, I think the answer is definitely going to be no, because obviously having a big hectic injury like that, along with some head knocks as well last year, you know, it is going to be hard for him to come back. I reckon it's going to be really hard for him to come back. I wouldn't even be surprised if, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen does with the 14 going into, uh, you know, the next few weeks when he does come back into this team. Uh, but look, it's going to be very interesting to see how that shapes out. But well, let's talk about the main factors for this game. I think that Cameron Munster at fullback is going to be massive. You know, he sort of plays a fullback 5-8 role anyway. I've seen him go back at fullback sometimes for Melbourne even when he is playing in the six jersey. So I don't think it's going to be anything really different. He's going to be sort of a roaming half. It's almost like having a roaming half and a fullback on the, on the ground at the same time. So, yeah, definitely one to watch there. Cameron Munster at fullback. We've seen how good he can be there. Uh, Xavier Coates and Will Warbrick on the wings. Prolific try scorers in their own right. 
Jason Saab and Tuimalo Vegard definitely need to aim up in defense a little bit, uh, especially up against these prolific try-scoring wingers. Big wingers as well. Not small, big wingers as well. Um, and Raymond Smith and Justin Olam. I haven't seen much of Raymond Smith. When the Melbourne Storm have played and he's been there, he's been quite quiet, to be honest. He's been very, very quiet. Uh, Justin Olam, on the other hand, I think could definitely score a try in this game up against Brad Parker. It's one that I'm definitely keeping an eye on as an anytime try scorer. So Justin Olam... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, against Brad Parker is definitely one that I'll be watching. Uh, Harry Grant at nine had a really, really solid game last week. I'm looking for him to have a very similar impact in this team yet again. Um, and Christian Welsh, you know, he's offloading game, his running game as well. He had a blinder last week. I'm looking for him to have a very similar sort of game. And I think one guy that's super underrated in this team that's, you know, getting a ton of super coach points, but not only that, but putting in 100% every single game and, and not really reaping the rewards for it as of yet is Alicia Katoa. He's averaging 100 to 120 metres per game. You know, his passing game is unreal on that edge there. He pr- sort of brings a little bit of what Kenny Bromwich uh, left behind. We sort of saw that last night for South Sydney as well, Kenny Bromwich in his passing game. Um, you know, I feel like Alicia Katoa sort of brings elements of Kenny Bromwich to that edge as well. I'm not saying they're anything similar, but there's definitely elements there that I am really impressed with. And Trent Lorio as well, very, very good as well. A meterator on that edge as well. Uh, and Josh King, the link man in the middle, I think is going to be massive for Melbourne. I'm taking Melbourne. I'm going to take Melbourne 1-12. to I think it's still going to be a tough game, but it really depends on, uh, you know, Tom Trevojevic and his fitness. But I think KO Weeks will go to fullback if Tom isn't 100% fit. So definitely one to watch there uh, for Manly, but I'm taking Melbourne. I'm taking Melbourne 1-12. to Anytime try scorers for me, I'm going to go for Justin Olam for Melbourne. Uh, and then for the Manly Seagulls, I'm going to take Jason Saab on the wing there in the number two. So Justin Olam and Jason Saab for me. One.